Your attention, please. Listen. You're listening to TalkZone.com, Internet Talk Radio. Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves. Thank you very much for being with us tonight. If you'd like to call in for a reading, you're running out of time. 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. How's your discernment? There are many politicians, leaders, uh, influential people. How's your discernment? Business people Boy, that exude utter sincerity in their phoniness. <laughs> They're great actors. Can you tell who's doing this and who's not? Discernment. I'll tell you, we have a lack of discernment going on. It's a real disservice. Oh, my goodness. How would you learn discernment? Here's an example. What if you were to take, like, a magazine and some, um, just look at, the picture, look, look in the people's faces and maybe some advertisements. And just looking in their faces, see what feeling you get without reading the words around it. Just see what sort of... How do you think they would be? Yeah. And then after you kind of settle down on what you think, start reading what's around it and see if you agree or disagree with what they're saying. And hopefully the reading is a clear indication because a lot of times people are looking one way, saying one way, and they're being they're coming from another place. And a lot of how you discern people is actually... What's coming from their heart? Their vibes versus so their words. If your heart's developed, you can tell this more. If it's pure and developed, you can tell it more. If it's not pure or developed, it's harder to tell. Secondary is their actions and behavior. Like you know, you hear uh, like Jim Jones before, and, and different uh, preachers and different gurus and famous people. All this respect and follow what they tell you to do, and yet you keep seeing them with sleazy, you know, doing sleazy things with women or sexually or something like that, and like, what's going on? Let me, let me tell you this next piece. Does the end justify the means? Whatever the means are, good or bad, evil or kind-hearted, etc., that very substance of behavior will be the end results. Be not deceived. What you see today is what you'll get tomorrow. Like begets like. You don't do one thing or plant one type of seed and it creates something different. So if you, we're talking about behavior, if they're acting a certain way and it doesn't seem quite right, probably you got a lot of problems under the, under the surface level there. Let's try another thing for developing discernment. What if you were to write down your initial thoughts, just get like a private little diary or notebook somewhere that's just between you and you, and you get initial thoughts about something or someone, and you just write down in your little diary your initial thoughts. Then you pay attention for a week or a month, maybe longer, and see how it pans out if those initial thoughts were right or wrong. Then... Once you've discovered that, gosh, I was right on here, but I was off over there, take a deeper look inside yourself to see what would have made you be off. Do you have a favoritism somewhere that isn't right? Do you have your own issue somewhere that clouds your judgment that isn't right? And you can start honing in and developing your discernment. Some people have great initial first hits. Some people... Don't, and you want to develop that because I'll tell you, there are a lot of folks out there these days that would like you to head in their direction and it is not a good direction to head. So, 
you develop discernment. That's a good exercise, Charmé. You develop discernment by caring to see the truth and caring to do right action. That will develop as much as anything you can find. So that brings me uh, to another way that you can develop discernment. Set your intent. Set your intent through prayer or meditation that you really, really want to know when something is going to not be good for you and something is going to be really good for you, whether it be a direction you go, a book you read, a movie you see, a speaker you go listen to, uh, a friend you go spend an evening with, whatever it is, you you say in meditation or prayer repeatedly, I really want the highest good, but it's my highest good. Of course, if you're not really looking for your highest good and you're just looking for what's fun or what's easy get or by, what's, get away with, you know, what's blissful, what's fun, yeah, all that, what's lazy, that's different. But if you want what's really good for you, Set your intent in meditation or prayer. I really want to know. And then when you start getting that feeling, geez, I shouldn't do this. Geez, I should do that and I really don't want to. You got to follow it. Check it out. Track it down now. And then keep paying attention to where you're right or wrong. Was it right or wrong? And then if you're, if you're off, Take a look at why you're off. What is causing you to go down the wrong path? Yep. What part of you, what stuck area of you is causing you to see things not as clearly? What rose-colored glasses are you wearing that causes you not to see as clearly? And then keep adjusting it, keep adjusting it so that it gets more and more refined. In the days ahead, we are going to want our discernment to be sharp. I remember Commander Ashtar talking through this person... <laughs> And they were talking about all kinds of different stuff, but one of the things they were talking about is, you know, if we had a nuclear war, what would happen? Well, you know, it seemed at the time that it was possible that somebody, you know, some of the the, the space beings in spaceships of the light were going to come and lift certain people off the planet. And I, like a little kid, said to him, well, how am I going to know if you're dark or light? And he, like a very tired parent, said, <laughs> like a very tired bored parent, said, use your discernment. Like, grow up, figure this out. And at the time, I thought, oh, my God, discernment? What's how, that? How would I know? You know, how could I trust That's myself? That's a really good question, too. It is a good question. Yeah. Because, you know, the, uh, there are a lot of things that are happening out there, and you do need your discernment. Boy, and it's crazier and crazier. That's right. But how do you do it? You develop it. You keep developing it through these th- these ways we suggested, and you keep tracking it, and you keep uh, keep modifying it in. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmé Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts, offering a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. If you'd like to give us a call for a reading, we're at 1-800-336-2225. 1-800-336-2225. Don't forget to catch us Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. On hindsight, I must confess, I have been many types of fool, but I am no more. I have been one type of fool. I've been an airhead. I've been righteous, you know, judging other people, uh, judging this, judging that, trying too hard, 
uh, being too lazy, expecting other people, you know, just a whole list of things. I've been every type of fool or, or many types that I am no more, that I have kept improving, and I'm, surely I'm a fool certain ways now, but it certainly is a lot less of a fool than it was before. So I feel better about myself by pushing the fool out and becoming my potential. And I want to speak about this lady that Charmy and I knew. She had great insights, great teacher, wrote books. And I would say a portion of the people that knew her knew one side of her and a portion knew the other side. So she's, you know, she's pretty well thriving. She gets intensely involved. She's righteous. Uh, she gets involved in really good causes, important causes, but she's judgmental. And she got throat cancer and it took her throat out. And the problem is, even though she had good causes, she spoke good, she went to great inconvenience, she didn't stay centered, and she was too caustic with all of her heart, trying to get the right thing done. She was too caustic and judgmental, and her center was just vibrating in disturbance instead of calm and centered, masterful, an example of the the solution. So... Would you have been a person that would have seen, you know, this lady's off balance, or would you think, what a saint that we have? She had both, but her own soul got her throat cancer, and she can't speak, this lady, got her throat cancer to drive this lesson home. Sweetheart, you're on the bandwagon way too hard. You are uh, caustic and judgmental and righteous with your remark instead of, pliable and accepting of different people's levels of understanding and where people, uh, different people are. And God has all the plays of life out in the world. You can't just strike it down. God has it here for a reason for people to work out stuff. Take care of your own home. Take care of yourself. Get your own self balanced. We were talking, we started last hour, how to transform negative behavior. And in a capsule, we were talking about how if you take an old behavior that you know you need to change and you choose not to behave that way, what you end up doing is transforming that behavior by virtually starving out in its form, which is like a thought form, when it has grown so strong that it owns you. So here's the next one you want to work on. You practice kindness, not revenge. People that believe that they need to do revenge have forgotten that there's perfection in everything, that there's lessons underlying every activity, lessons that they need to learn. And if you decide not to practice revenge, what you're starting to do is tame your ego. Revenge is an ego thing, and it's dangerous, and it's not your job anyway. So the bottom line is, is when somebody does a transgression against you, actually it's a major transgression against themselves, a very small transgression against you. They have corrupted their souls. They have distanced themselves from the sacredness of their souls. They have simply been an outside testing for you. So the major violation any of us can do is to ourselves. I mean, you could cause problems for somebody else, but the major one a person who does crime or transgressions, um, the major problem they cause is on themselves because they have their future that they have to pay that mess for and, and make it clear, you know, clear up the mess. 
You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. If you'd like to give us a call, we're at 1-800-336-2225. You know, we've got some very cool things on our website. You might want to check them out. We have a wonderful spiritual uh, quiz that you can take. It's free. You can do it in chunks if you want. You can do it all at once. What it does is it gets you start thinking about different aspects of your life that you either have mastered are working on mastering or haven't thought of yet where you fit in there and what you need to work on to keep moving forward on your spiritual path. There's also daily insights that you can sign up for that they can come to your home, to your email every single day to keep nudging you along your spiritual path. There's a book up there for sale called Steps to Enlightenment. Uh, the word we're getting is that people like it, so it's useful and it definitely is for forwarding your spiritual it's path. It's a masterpiece. And you can sign up for a healing if you want with Keith and help have that help you move forward on your spiritual path. Also, don't forget to catch us on Tuesday, Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on CRN. You know, these healings you can sign up for and do over the phone, um, I would say virtually everybody goes... Man, I have everything so clear now and I know what to do. And then they set off about following the strategies with a really in-depth understanding that, you know, a lot of times you have a problem and you're guessing, I think maybe this is wrong or I think I should do this or why do I do that? Many of those things get cleared up. And so you you get to really zoom through your life. I mean, you still got to deal with your issues and make your choices, but it's so much easier when you have a in-depth base of understanding of of what's causing what, what's yanking your chain, why are you so off balance with this or that, what are your talents or whatnot. So, you know, we hardly recommend you helping yourself with these kind of healings you can do on the phone. Once again, practicing kindness, not revenge. When we start to corral our ego and our tendencies to want to get back at somebody, whether it's a little thing or a big thing, what we're doing is forcing ourselves into humbleness. We force our ego not to have its way of getting back at somebody for what we feel they did wrong. If you can, instead of thinking of revenge, if you can say, you know what, God, if that person was out of line in what they did, I know that you're going to see to it that they get taken care of. And I know that you sent that to me because I've got a lesson here. So instead of my worrying about what's going to happen to that person, I'm going to worry about what part of me I need to look at that caused that situation to come in, and I'm going to deal with it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to be kind to whoever that person was and move on because being kind is the bigger person. So I believe heartily to defend ourselves and our people and our country and that kind of thing. But revenge ties you to them and their level. So, you know, let's say they're awful people. When you are tied in revenge and you're going to get your revenge on them, you're tied into that grossness and just, you know, taking a soaking in it. So actually, it's really stupid. It's it's counterproductive, and you take three three paces back, so to speak. Defending yourself, one thing, and defending yourself with a good will towards fellow man, even your enemies in general, is one thing, because that's a, what a whole heart would do. But sometimes, good wholehearted people must defend themselves, even in killing others to defend themselves. 
But revenge means your heart's tainted, your ego's twisted, and you're there trying to level them out. And what happens is you go down to their level and take a soaking. Not worth it. You know, it's never wise to hate your enemy. Ever. It isn't about hating your enemy. It's also not about... um, Giving into them or letting them run over you. You know, sometimes in our heartedness, uh, even passion about goodness or this was wrong, we get carried away with hating our enemy. And, uh, you know, that's the misuse of your heart. Do not get so righteous. Calm down because that inflames things. That's part of the passion of this was so wrong. And, and the passion is like added flames of a fire, a fight. And so you make the fight even bigger. Calmly, centeredly do what is responsible to try to get the thing solved. Even if it escalates to really rough levels of conflict, stay calm and centered in your heart. See you in a minute. <laughs> 